Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now
know it's a group that Lady Gertrude Thornsvane is the um, like baroness over this particular area of land. And um, she put out the contract for any freelancers who would take take up the job. Uh, upon arrival, you are noticed immediately and greeted by curious farmers and the few tradesmen that are there. Happy to see you for, um, happy that you're there for the contract. Um, they send you with Alistair, a young farm boy. <laughs> and let me see, I actually did a little, little I did like five really, really doodles of these people. Alright, that's Alistair. He's like, hey, how's it going? Isn't he cute? Yeah, I didn't remember his name when I wrote it, when I, like, scrawled that out, and I was like, uh, kid. <laughs> he got a little bowl cut. He looks like Draco Malfoy by the third movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was his name again? It's Alistair. Alistair. Yeah. Uh, he's about nine, and he takes you to, uh, so, uh, as he's walking, he's like, yeah, it's this way. Mrs. Thornsvane looks kind of scary, but he makes a face like, Ugh. And, um, but she's actually really nice. Sometimes she gives me those hard candies, you know, the ones that taste like mint and, and kind of like they've been sitting out for too long. Yeah, I love those. I love Ones, right? Oh, yeah, those are gross. But I like the lemon ones, and I like the mint ones, and he just keeps listing off the ones he likes and the ones he doesn't like. Um, Have you ever had the sour apple ones? Whoa, no, what does... I should, I should ask. So, Alistair, how scary is she? Is she, like, evil witch scary? As I'm getting, like, really close to him with, like, wiggly fingers. <laughs> or, or, or is it, like, dragon scary? Or is it just clump of dirt scary? Um, Does she just look like she's angry all the time when she's not? Yeah, it's that. My mom sometimes says she reminds her of her mother a little. But I'm not sure why grammar would remind her of Lady Thornsvane. He shrugs. Uh, you come to... Let's see. He brings you to a modest um, mansion that's larger than the Hamlet Standard Thatched Roof Homes. It has a nice flower garden in the front and the symbol of... Um, there's a family icon the dwarf and it has a, an axe crisscrossed with a gardening hoe and then around it it has thorns in a circle circling it the, the boy stands on the front stoop and knocks on the door it is answered by a maid moments later uh, a woman in her 40s a little plump Pleasantly plump. I'm gonna. She has bright copper red hair. I'm immediately enamored to it. Like, oh. Mrs. I see her, and I see her very, very copper hair, and I'm immediately transfixed on it. Like, whoa. Just somewhat instinctually, just wanting to reach and touch it, though. Will anyone stop me? I guess not. Luna might kind of like 
and she tends to like to dress herself in blues, so her armor um, and uh, the uh, her armor and her effects are varying tones of blue, aside from the gauntlets I like that are just regular cloth that are um, or leather that are dark browns and blacks, and uh, any stones she has on her armor that are that are part, that are woven in are like a bright orange color to help set that off. She likes the contrast of the two of them. She finds it in, she, she finds it nice. Um, she does have these little trailing things on her armor that are uh, that are like white cloth and stuff. I did send a picture to the dress, but um, uh, she dresses much like how a knight would where she's from. Kind of from the, uh, she, she, she's from, uh, you're from Maranel. Yeah, she's, she, yeah, she's from underground. <laughs> and, um, yes, that is, that okay. is <laughs> For the most part, she, uh, just has this doe-eyed look whenever things are, like, brightly colored. So, of course, um, Ellie, Ellie is the, is, is Michael character? Yeah. Of course, Ellie's bright green, much like the shrubbery, the grass, the trees. Yep. It was, it was quite the ride. Just being like, oh my gosh, this matches you, and this matches you, and that matches you. You could be hiding among the, the green, and I, and I would never know. Goodness, well, a lot of things kind of. <laughs> as I, as just really quickly, because I, I don't know, I'll, I'll make this quick. I just want to act this out a little bit. Well, a lot of things kind of match me as I take like a neckerchief that's like not green. Tie it around my neck, and it instantly turns green on me. Should I take it off? Uh, put it back. No, uh, she she loves that. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! This is. This looks at looks at the feet. If you stand long enough in one spot, will it just turn green regardless of the color you're standing on? We must test this out. We must find a carpet. <laughs> Yeah, like for, for weeks you've been trying to find a carpet to test this out on, and you just haven't been able to find one. I mean, I don't know if that really works. I mean, usually a lot of stuff that I stand on turns brown, but that's because of the dirt on my feet. Okay, Luna, describe describe yourself. So she's kind of built as such and has like the upright posture sort of thing. Um, she's got green eyes. Um, she's fairly pale with freckles and long dark hair that she keeps in like a nice braid most of the time. Sometimes she'll do little fun things with like different braids that kind of go into each other sort of thing. And Okay. All right. All right. So now that we have our group of elves and half elf described, the um the townspeople were a little um just to like rehash a little bit. The townspeople were kind of surprised to see a bunch of elves walking into like their little farming community. They were like, um, but they weren't mean about it. They were like, can we help you? Because they have a half elf, a green elf, a blue elf, a 
purple gray elf and then an elf elf. So they're just like, I don't know what's happening. So like, they just kind of really, uh, can I help you? And she's like, oh, well, we're, we're here for Lady um, Thorn's Veins. Um, so yeah, Thorn's Vein. Uh, yeah, Thorn's Veins. Contract. That's the right word. And they're like, oh, that's great. Yeah, perfect. We need help. And so now you're at Lady Thorn's Veins. Um, you met Mrs. Norris uh, at the, the door because she answered it. She's the maid with the copper hair. And then Kiara had like a, a, a little bit of an ADD moment where she wanted to touch her bright red hair. Um, but we'll just say like um, Mrs. Norris was just so like surprised to see a group of like foreigners at her door and she's like oh uh, uh, can I help you and Alistair says oh yeah uh, we got a bunch of freeloaders for the uh, uh, I mean free freelancers for the contract for this um, for Lady Thornsvane oh that's great oh that's wonderful perfect and then she she reaches to, to her pocket and like pulls out like some some candies and just here here you go Esther for your trouble and he's like yeah and he's like runs off with them and then she, she ushers you inside she's and he, she's very late to see you so oh, we've been waiting for such a long time and then she comes and, and escorts you to a drawing room where you see Lady Thorne's vein and she's an older woman in her fifties uh, very regal. Um, her house is a thorny kind of vein. <laughs> the, uh, she, she looks really austere and, like, strict, but, um, she, uh, greets you warmly when you enter. Mrs. Thornsvane, we have some freelancers to help out uh, for the job you put out. Oh, lovely. Thank you, Mrs. Norris. Come, sit down. And she gestures for the group to sit down. I am Mrs. Thornsvane. I understand that you're here for the contract that I put out. May I have your names? Oh, if, if we didn't sit down, it's interesting. Anyway, Kianti stands up and she bows. Hello there. We're happy to be here. Thank you so much for allowing us to be your home. My name is Kianti Nenmeyer of the... Uh, I, think, I forgot the name of my monastery. It's the Rising Dawn, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm really good at this. Um, I'm from the Rising Dawn Monastery. There's a little Rising Dawn bow with their hands. Just like this one. About Luna, we'll do a polite bow and say, I'm, uh, um, I'm Luna Arnold, uh, daughter of, uh, Lord Mark from Oh, Fergus, we get some lovely furs imported from there just recently. It's very, very nice. She just kind of peddles a little about how much she appreciates the goods that she gets from there and, like, how she's heard nice things about Lord Mark. I'm just trying to get, like, a new... I've, I've been behind um, Luna, and I just kind of peek my little head out, and I'm like, Hi, I'm, I'm Ellie. And then I peek my head back behind her. Wait. Hello, Ellie. Lovely to have you here as well. And come to Kara. Everyone said their hellos. Uh, since she seems a kind of a strict aura, 
out about her. Um, my Kiara uh, kind of looks at her and, just, and she has this sort of like way of like kind of standing straighter, just like, oh, I see. And so when when uh, when everyone gets on a line of introductions, by the time it reaches her, she's like, my name is Kiara, man. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to have you. Well, I suppose we'll just get down to business. Well, you see, we've had a terrible harvest this year. A strange black plague seems to be creeping out of the forest. Started back about six months ago. I sent my son Derek to go and look out for what happened. He went and searched and found nothing to report. But the next morning, hunters reported seeing some plants with black spots on them, and I figured it was, you know, it, it, it was nothing, it just some, you know, plant disease that would pass sooner or later, but they kept spreading. Over the span of six months, it spread from the forest to our crops, um, and we know that they're poisonous because any animals that have eaten our crops die right next to them. Then, um, just the forest itself is getting darker. Even the light of day doesn't seem to pierce that thick shawl of shadow over it. And not only that, the river has turned black. So what I'd like you to do... Not quite yet. I finally sent my son a second time, but he hasn't returned. I sent another troop to go after him, and they didn't return. I can't spare any more troops, or else we won't be able to protect ourselves, so thus I sent out for freelancers to contract. Now, what I want you to do is to go and find the source of this strange plague, and to get rid of it a solution for us, anything. Secondly, find out if the other two hamlets, uh, hamlets are small villages, have also have been infected. We know one has, but I would like to see if, if there are any survivors there. The two hamlets are called Fir Tree Hollow and Dark Pond. Save any villagers you can and send them back here. Uh, I especially... especially appreciate it if you could find my son. And, um, try to finish up in about... Well, I know I'm asking for a lot, but three days, if you could. The, um, the Harvest Festival is coming, and I... It's very important to folk here. It, it means a lot. It really brings their spirits up, which is important for long winters here. So... I suggest you start with Katie. She is from Dark Pond and um, is one of the is the only survivor that we know of so far. And that's she finished talking. How far away is Dark Pond Well, if you follow the you have to follow the horse trail up to the northwest, and just stick to the road. You'll enter into the forest, follow along the side of the river, and then you'll come to Dark Pond. Probably about half a day. 
Fir Tree Hollow is much deeper in the woods. You'll have to, from Dark Pond, it's directly due west. So are people disappearing in the woods? Is that... Yes. Um, I sent my son and some troops, and they haven't returned to the woods, and... Um, Katie came from Dark Pond, shaken like a leaf, poor thing. She's she came about um, last night, actually, and from what we gathered from her, that there was some sort of an attack, and I I don't know the details exactly. Will we be able to talk to her? Yes, she's over at the inn. It's I have a name. No, yes, Lady Luck Inn. She's over there. Last I heard. Can you say it one more time to shut up? Lady Luck Inn. It's the only inn in town. <laughs> so, the harder it is. And let's retaste. All right. So you guys say um, your goodbyes and then go to the uh, back to the center of town. And uh, you spy um, as you're... There's a little scene that you, as you're walking through town, you see a woman with curly brown hair sweeping. Um, there's sort of like this tiny stage in the center of town, and um, you can gather it's for like maybe small gatherings to people like play music or do like um, announcements on it. And there's this lady with um, curly, curly brown hair sweeping, and she has a little girl who's just a spitting image of her. Putting up like it seems the little girl's tying ribbons around the nearby like trees and um, oh at least on the low branches they're not very they're they're sapling trees anyways um and then this pot bellied guy <clears throat> kind of stumbles by and scratches his balding head and he says Julia why are you sweeping when you know there's no harvest with this plague <laughs> takes a swing from. You know, one of those classic booze bottles with like three X's on it. (laughs) The woman gives him this thinly veiled, dark look and says, and continues to sweep off the stage. It's important to give thanks at all times, particularly in times of strife. You might not want to participate, but I am. And she goes back to sweeping. The little girl just sort of affirmatively nods and then keeps tying on more bows. Uh, the potbelly guy just kind of shrugs and is like, all right, whatever. And then he just kind of stumbles off to uh, a shack that you assume is probably his house, and then just sits in front of a chair that's on his in front of his shack. And uh, you guys are now in front of the Lady Luck Inn. Do you guys enter the inn? Does it look yeah. busy? small place. If you've ever done Skyrim, it's like Hearthswagon or Rorikstead. It's like one of those like really tiny places. So, uh, you guys you, um, enter the, the inn. It has um, like uh, there, there's a stone floor with arch, with uh, wood pillars and a big hearth in the middle. There are tables around the edges of the, um, the room and they're just kind of like pelts piled up on the, the floor and tables and uh, you see there's this um, woman at the counter uh, you see yeah there, um, yeah, you see a, 
a blonde woman kind of huddled by the fire with this really far off look in her eye. And there's like a, and there's a third one who's sweeping up the, the area. Look at the blonde woman, Eileen. Selena. I think that's her. I think so. Like Luna would want to be the one who approaches. <laughs> I did this little gesture where, uh, or Kiara does this little gesture where she, like, takes a little half step back, and it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, C. Katie. She... What a total downer. Yeah, Luna would probably, like, walk up office and say, excuse me, um, you mind if I sit with you? Oh, uh... She's kind of, like, holding this, um, cup in her head, so, um, sure. To find so she like, um, I have grabbed the chair near her and sit. She kind of looks at you, like, why are you, why are you here, random person? Mm-hmm. And takes a sip of her, her drink. She's got, you know, her hair. I understand you're pretty, I understand you're pretty shaken, but um, we want to help. And in order to do that, it'd be really helpful if we knew what happened out there. You, she um, takes another, like, long drink um, from her cup and then sets it on the table. There we go. There's a table. <laughs> She looks terrible. <laughs> like, uh, like she she's got dirt all over her, and like her her lip is still kind of swollen. Um, you know, her, her hair is disheveled, and she's just like, well, um, yeah, I can. I can. Uh, it just happened really fast. Just um, can't hear you. Cut out. A little closer to me. It happened um, just really fast. There was just it's just a normal day. Then um, these these dark creatures came out of the forest, like they're just made of shadow, and they I don't know. Some of the villagers were overcome with by these creatures, their skin turned gray, and then they just started going crazy, like started beating beating each other up and breaking things, and I grabbed my daughter, Jill, and then ran, and my my husband went barking mad and he almost killed me, and I had to run into the forest, and then we ran into wolves, and I had to lead them off, and I lost my little girl in the forest, and back here. Um, there's a lot that happened. Is there um, anything particular? What does your daughter look like? Awful. I'm so sorry that happened. Um, she's about seven. Um, no, ten. She's actually ten. Sorry. She's about ten. Um, I mean, she's also, um, she's got short blonde hair and was wearing, I, I think she was wearing her blue frock last I saw her. Um, the, uh, let me see, what? 
Her name is Katie. So oh, the, the daughter. Jill. Jill. Yes, the uh it, it, it seemed to be able to spread from person to person, either, you know, through touch or punches in this case. Um there were even some animals that were infected by it. Like I know um So these monsters are infecting people? Uh, I don't know. I, I ran. Um, all I can tell you is that the, the forest got darker. I saw these dark creatures. Um, they overcame our villagers. The villagers went crazy. I took my daughter and I fled. Hmm. I, um, I reach into my bag and you see that I pull out a small pipe my mouth, I start blowing bubbles, I put on my best detective <laughs> face. Um, so these creatures... Did see it happen? Um, it was toward nightfall, um, but the sun was still up, it was just lowering, so the shadows were still pretty long. And I think that's what, it, that, I'm not sure exactly, um, but it was kind of like around dusk. So these creatures, describe them. Are they, I like, raise my hand up with my staff, and I'm like, are they this tall? This tall? And then I put a hand next to my head, this like, tall? Do they look like animal people? They, um, uh, I, don't worry about it. I really didn't see them very much. It just seemed like vague shadow people, um, that came out of the forest and infected our people. And then they didn't really stay around. They kind of went back into the forest and the infected took care of them. Well, the infected basically took over the village. So the infection yeah, took over. Yeah, bleeding over until so Luna's like, you can get saved. You can get saved again. We could hope. If so, we can probably find out pretty quickly. Oh boy, Gabby is back. <laughs> oh, could be fixed with conversation, I'm sure. It's demon. <laughs> My character has a very different view on them. I'm not. Um, are you the only one that survived, Katie? Did anybody else flee with you? I think I saw... I ran with my daughter, Jill, but I think I saw... Um, there are two brothers, James and Mason. They, um... They fled on a boat. Most of us have boats for a fishing community. And, um... I don't know what happened to them. I fled into the woods. I just, I don't know, pure, t pure terror, panic, not the best idea. I, I 
I admit that. Um, and then the only other survivor I, that might be out there is Harmony. She's a fisherwoman, but she was out on the water when this happened. So I don't know. Um, but as far as I'm the only one that's made it here so far. From what you saw, did it seem like there was anyone that HB came in contact with that was not affected by them right away? No. It um, happened pretty quickly. Did you hear that? Happened pretty quickly, as you said. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Happened pretty fast. You could try asking the other villagers um, about, I don't know, maybe they've seen something. I also have oh no she Jack I have a brother named Jack oh I hope he's okay he just lives by his he lives in this cabin in the woods with his family they're uh, they're um east no they're they're west of here so if, if you go on along the road from Dark Pond and then take the road west to Fir Tree Hollow, keep an eye out for a cabin. That's that's my brother Jack. Oh. We'll keep an eye out. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I don't have any more information. That I don't think. You've been a great help. Thank, Thank you for your help. Yes. Please. Anything. I just want my family back. All right. Thank you. That will be all. As you see that um, Ellie has taken a twig off of her staff and has been writing on grape leaves that she's been root crafting and just being a detective that she thinks she is. Kathy has her hand on Ellie's shoulders, gently leading her away so that she doesn't... You know, visibly offend the grieving woman. Um, <laughs> we'll do everything we can to look for your family. Please just stay here and rest. Thank you. Okay. Great. Uh, and I turn right. to the girls and I'm like, blasted. Our only lead, and it was a bust. I mean, she did give us more information than we got earlier. At least you know what to Yeah. Um, I'm 
just think you made like there's some sort of spirit. It's possible. Um, there are spirits in Fae that do have like essence of shadow and darkness. Um, I was thinking we should investigate some of the crops. Maybe if we had a closer look at the infestation, then maybe might know what we're dealing with. But we can also interrogate more of the villagers. I think we should investigate the the crops, get a close look at this infestation. Maybe that will yield us some clues. I definitely sound like your expertise, Ellie. So we'll start with life. <laughs> I guess so, as I hold up my hair. Yay! <laughs> Alright, so you guys go out, um, we, you leave the inn, and then you head, um, let's see, you go a little to the north west to the fields, walk over to, you see some crops, and you see, uh, this. Yeah, okay, yeah, you see, like, three men out in the field doing farm work, and, uh,. <sighs> One uh, approaches you and, and says, Hey, uh, uh, I'm Frank. Can I help you? Is he your... One of... Um, we're investigating an infestation here. Oh, he kind of like... No more bubbles out of my pipe. He like leans on the like... Kind of... He has a little gardening hoe and kind of leans on it and, and, and... Gives you this like, uh, alright, um... Do you want to look at the plants? Yes, we'd like to see your blighted crops, please. Yeah, sure. Sure. So, um, he brings you towards the crops that are at the edge of the forest. And, and he's, and the, um, he, he points to, like, these cabbages. This whole row is gone. So just, we've been... He gestures towards this pile of um, infected crops, and we've just been pulling them out because it keeps making the animals sick. And uh, so, what do you do with them? Do you burn them afterward, or that's the plan? That's the plan. Yeah, we don't we don't know what this stuff is, so my uncle burn it just to be safe. And I, I sort of like lean towards it, like a kind of. Trying to survey the ground around me, so and before I start touching things randomly, it sort of occurs to me. I like look. Do you mind? Someone start touching the ground and things. I hope you want to touch the dirt. Well, you know. Can Luna have some gloves? Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, you can touch the dirt. Go ahead. Touch, I, touch the dirt. I lean into um, Luna, and I'm like, "Can you give me some guidance as I?" Yeah. I pass through some guidance. Okay, and I go to, um, like, it's like a row of cabbages, right? Mm-hmm. I go up to it, I kind of, like, lean, like, I, like, bend over and just, like, lean towards it. I plant my staff in the ground, and I'm, like, uh, I'm talking to my staff, and I'm, like, so, what do you guys think? Come on, Hop and Zimmer, get out. And, um, and you guys know what's going on. Okay. And Ki- Kiara. Uh, oh my God. Kiara. Kiara. Okay. Yeah. And Kiara, you've seen this multiple times that I've just like kind of talked out to the ether to like these 
spirits that just kind of hang out on my staff. This is normal. Oh, not good at all, though. Okay, okay, not bad. I got a 14 on my nature check. I'm assuming that's what I make. Okay, yeah, you can do it nature. Uh, so... Or was there... Should I make some sort of different check? Yeah, nature's fine. Nature's fine. Um, it would have been nature survival. Okay. And it's... McKenna and I have had many discussions over. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, uh... Get c- close to the... These, uh, cabbage leaves. And then your spirit friends come out and kind of hover around them and... They, um, get this sense, they're just like, hmm, we're not sure what this is, but we're pretty sure it's not from this plane. And it can, and you know from before that it seems to be able to cross from plant to human, plant, animal, humanoid. It can go across all of those spectrums. So, like, it's... Um, they're like, it's not necessarily a disease, as it is more of, like, a magical sort of ailment thing. So it's, the, the villagers are just calling it a disease because that's how their brains understand it. They're like, it's a plague. Like yeah, you know. Okay. Can I try to check? Sure. Well, yeah, I, you still... yeah, you okay. just see me just, like, intensely staring at it, like, three inches away from my, like... Eyes are just like daring my eyes. Would you like some guidance for York? <laughs> I have an out of character question. Sure. What class is Kiara? Oh, I am an elder She's a fighter. What? What is that? I don't know what that is. I'm a magic and I clean my sword and it's real nice. So you're good at magic. I like She's. I like the smashing thing. Me too. Like, she's a half caster. So I'm glad I have a friend in tech. Yeah. So she's she's also buff and strong because so she's buff and smart. Oh, yeah, I have a friend. Yes. Okay. So yeah, you guys can do gym. So the heel thing. You always had a friend. <sighs> I should probably add, spoiler alert, Luna's actually paladin right now. What? Oh, nice. Yeah, Luna's gonna do a a, a class change. It's just gonna be a long and dramatic process. Um, So right now it's not. It's already happened. (laughs) Now we know what's going on here, because I was just like, so much as an arcane check. And I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm just like, all right, magic is happening. Just put it on my phone and just give me a text. Yeah, so, um, what guidance do does it help? It adds a D4. It adds one D4 to your roll. Ooh, okay, I like that, yes. And it's a cantrip, so it's a good So, uh, you see, as, as Ellie is examining the, the, the cabbages and, like, whispering to the ground, Frank kind of leans over to Kayanthe and is like, she always like this? Is this normal? Let her do her thing. It's work, actually. We just don't question it at this point. <laughs> I tried to stop her, but in the end, it does work. So I'm going to reward you 
think it's close to Dark Pond, so it's on the way, I believe. So she told you, like, after you go to Dark Pond, if you go on the road um, west that goes straight to Fir Tree Hollow, which is the other hamlet, uh, along the way you'll probably be able to spy the cabin she was talking about. Yeah. Where are the parts like that, in general, like, you know where that cabin is? Where is that in relation to the circle that she heard? Um, it's... So you, as far as you know, this cabin could be close to the source, or it could not be. Um, it is. It's more. It's more west than north. Um, so make make another intelligence check. Just uh, okay. like, what do you want to? What do you want to find out about this cabin? <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, either one, how quickly would it have been affected, or two, is there any weird way that it could have been, like, connected in some way, if they're the only, like, living, like, other people out there? Like, cause some, like something needed to cause this leak. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she'd be able to make any connections, to be completely honest. Okay. So what you're saying is, we're starting here, which is us, there's the river, and it's a lie. There's a forest, there's a village, there's a cabin somewhere, probably more this way than up the river, and then problem would be somewhere where the star is, but probably just a map off the paper. Right? I'm going to here yeah. <laughs> just like, Runa has like the original map that she's drawing on, and then Kiara has her doodle snap. Like, okay. And then I look at. Arranging leaves, it's been rather nice. I look at Kiara's map, and I'm like, man, that's better than my map. As I've just been holding a bunch of grape leaves in my hand, and I've just been taking notes and doodling, and I just throw it up. <laughs> Alright, I mean, I mean, should we head to the forest then? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Onward and outward. Thank you, farmer, for allowing us to book your plot line. <laughs> He's just like smoking. He he has this tobacco pipe, and he's gone through a lot of tobacco very quickly, just trying to calm down from all this weirdness. Because he's just like shadow plays. Like I thought this was just a plague. Like we got we got stuff I don't know how to deal with, and he's just like, yeah, please, uh, please figure out what's going on. I'm just a farmer. <laughs> I pat him on the back. I'm like, it's okay, we'll handle it. We've handled worse. She doesn't. Okay. Alright, I was doing DM things. Are you, where are you guys going? Forest. Going into Forest. the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. Okay. Where's the drag we go? Are we going to the forest or are we trying to find something else? Wait, are we in Dark Pond or whatever? No, you're in Green Sparrow. 
I have so many... So many tabs. I have so many tabs. Okay. I need to go back to the top and put on a little different Wandering in the Forest. It's tab-tacular. just had alright I feel dumb hang on I um we'll just play this music this is fine alright so um Kiara up ahead with your advanced night vision you can't alright you see a small fishing vessel big enough for two can't hear you you see a small fishing vessel, small enough for two people, and some belongings. And uh, the boat is up ahead of you on the path. You can see that it's, it seems to have been like forcibly pushed onto the bank. You hear all of you hear this sh- shriek into the forest. It sounds like a man in pain. What do you guys do? Alright, so you guys rush towards the the sound of this man screaming and you come across uh, this man is gaping for air as he wheezes uh, for breath and his body becomes ashen and gray. He's, and um, there's a second man scrambling across the bank. Um, he's probably around 40 and he's wildly swinging this just this woodcutter's axe at this vague humanoid shape made of dark mist like shadow like a palpable shadow um, the creature slashes at the man and its shadowy form cuts through the man's chest there's no blood but the man gasps and clutches at his chest nearly tumbling to the ground what do you guys do so wait, so there's a guy collapsed on the floor, a guy that's being attacked by a shadow creature and a shadow creature. Is that right? There's um, one shadow creature there, and there are two guys. Sorry. Okay. So one's collapsed, like it, like partially in the boat. He's turning gray, yeah. and then there's this shadow creature and another guy trying to fight it off. I I just scream at the. Um, oh, well, not scream. Um, turn towards the the damsels, and I'm like, I'll help the guy that's collapsed. You guys get the shadow creature. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, do I want to roll initiative? Sure. All right, initiating the fight. I'm not gonna pull up all 
fighting because this is, should be a really big fight. It should be pretty, pretty quick. I mean, that's a pretty dice, though. Do you want to um, 
you, 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 I, you can probably spit out the spell in time. Yeah, I'll, I'll cure wounds him. Hey, that's, that's not bad. That's a whole nine points. Okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He, he looks, like, slightly more alive, but still really weak. Like, something has actually sapped the, like, strength out of him. And he looks at you and he's... Who are you? Next up, we have Kiara. You see this shadow being slashing at this man, and they're doing kind of this dance across the, the riverbank, kicking up mud and dirt. What do you do? <laughs> I realize, no, I'm not going to help the shadow attack the man. It looks like, no. Um, I'm going to first magic missile the shadow to see if it's good. And then, sure. That's good. I believe it's with the other thing. Weapon attacks? Yeah, because that, that will come, uh, oh, wait, so I can't do magic and meta and then a weapon attack? Um, unless it's a So you can do two attacks, or you can do one spell. Hmm? You can do two physical attacks, or one spell, generally. For your class. Pretty sure. Okay. I might be wrong. Yeah, I'm, I'm just double-checking. Yeah, because, like, it, second attacks are usually, like, it has to follow a, a melee attack. Yeah, you can, you can only, like, cast a spell using your action, or you can attack twice using your action. Um, so if I wanted to use my hand or boom blade and then do a melee attack? You can totally do that. Yeah, that works. You yeah, can totally yeah. do that. Alright. So I will be doing that. I'll be using my cantrip for Blooming Blade. And smack it. I got it! And it's moving, right? Uh, you are within range of it? You, you, it's only about it's it's like twenty feet away from you, so you can make that in your movement. Um, yeah. Dash over there, leap over the boat, take your position between um, the boat and, and the shadow creature, and prepare to strike. So since you're doing a weapon attack, yeah, as part of that the spell. Be, be four, be four, be four, be so it'd be 
be 12 points. Yeah, thank you. 12 total. Yeah, so you leap over the boat, take out your long sword, and uh, do you want to describe it, or do you want me to do it? Go ahead. Okay, okay. Take out your long sword, and then, um, is, do you know, is her magic, like, um, how does she do it? Does she say things, or does she, like, carve stuff in the air? Like, this is more for flavor than anything else. Chicken me down. <laughs> and he raises his axe and 
and then um, he's going to bring it down on this shadow being. Uh, and let's see if he hits it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's do it this way. The uh, the guy like brings up his his axe and then like it cuts down onto the um, the shadow beast. And Luna, you did like a really big number on this thing. Like it's just barely hanging on to it. Like you could sneeze on it and it would probably evaporate. And so this guy just cleaves it with his axe. <sighs> and then the black mist just sort of, um, sort of disperses. <sighs> it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's still like <laughs> he drops it and runs over and he's just like Mason you're all gray <laughs> Mason's really weak uh, yeah hi James okay um, he um they kind of like hug each other and pat each other and you look at them they look pretty similar they're probably related um two of them look over at you and like, thank you wait are you are you because uh, like I've been sitting over um, Mason, and I'm like, are you are you James? Yeah, Mason and James. <laughs> yeah, we were we were sent here from. Sorry, let me get into the camera. Um, we were sent here from uh, Greens by Greensboro by Katie. Katie Lentz. Oh, Katie made it out. <laughs> yeah, she's safe. Oh, that's great. Um. We, uh, we just hopped into the boat, tried to go down river, ran into a lot of trouble on the way. Eventually, we, uh, we were forced to beach on, on the, the riverside, and uh, then that thing came out, and it's been <laughs> real bad. <clears throat> Uh, um, Mason's the one that was infected and um, he's sweating profusely and he still like doesn't look that good like you you seem to have given him like some life force but he's still infected Luna's gonna step forward and um, touch her hand to him okay to try to use lay on hands to help the spider's teeth and remove the disease of poison effect so, how much HP are you giving him? I'm uh, starting with five because it's what it takes to make that happen. Okay, so um, you you touch him gently and then imbue him with healing magical energy. There's a little bit of a glow. He does seem to, the the coughing seems to like ease up a little bit, um, but he doesn't. The gray the graying doesn't change. Um, so the removed disease. It didn't seem to work. Uh, it's not really a disease. It's more of like being touched by a foreign energy from a different plane. <laughs> well, um, um, what are you guys doing out here? Um, not many people are looking to go into the forest with all this crazy stuff happening. I, I point... Well, it's the crazy stuff happening. <laughs> I point to the remains of the shadow thing as it's, like, dispersing. I'm like, we're doing that. Oh, good. 
Um, well, if you uh, just go up a little bit more north, you'll come over to Dark Ponds. Just watch out because the shadow thing is. <clears throat> real hard there. The two of us barely made it out. How harmonies, okay? Sheesh. I think she saw her. Uh, well, honestly, yesterday afternoon, before the attack happened, she was out in the water when it did happen. Uh, so, maybe they didn't see her on the water? I don't know. Has there been a little girl with a blue snot like this? No, but that sounds like Jill. Did she get separated from her mom? Yeah. Um, and they, they look pretty upset over that. They're like, oh, no, shaking their heads. It's, just, it's terrible. Well, we're going to head over to Greensboro. Um, and James is the one who wasn't sick. He's like... Positioning his like weakened brother in in the boat, and he's just like, yeah, we really, I really gotta get my brother somewhere safe. Really quick, before sure. you go, is is there anything that you guys saw encountering these these shadow beasts? Well, um, people in the northwest. That's where it hit us real hard. First, we were in the southern part of the. <laughs> Hamlet, so, you know, we managed to just kind of scrape out of there. Oh, man. Uh, at this point, they, like, have um, kind of, like, all, any of the stuff that they gathered, um, that had fallen on the boat, they've kind of, like, gathered, and they're ready to, like, shove off again, and they're just like, that's, anything else? I, I mean, that's about it. We got out of there really fast. Now it's, you know, they start seeing people act crazy, killing each other, you know, they don't want to stick around. The shadow creature has been defeated, and the two men have been rescued and are now on the way to Greensboro. And you found out. Did we learn, any, sorry, did we learn anything new while I was away to care several small emergencies in a row? Not really. Cool. We, we know that they are north, the cool. northeast, I mean, northwest. You guys keep. Alright, so are you guys sticking to. Sorry, I'm. Looks like it's in the direction of our bed. That is. Say the tide is ugly, that seems to be heading all the time. It's the smoke. When it dispersed, they left nothing behind, right? Nope, didn't leave anything. So, are you guys going further up the river toward? Yep. All right. Yeah. So, you guys, yeah. um, she uh, pack up your whatever. Um, so, yeah, you guys keep walking forward. The I'm keeping an eye out. I'm like constantly scouting to see if we get ambushed by any shadow monsters. Since we encountered that, I'm like these shadow monsters might be. Large. Okay, so you guys continue walking through this dense forest. 
heads still and quiet. They, um... Should I make a perception check? Sure, you can go ahead and make one. genuinely quiet right now because um push forward through the, the thicket a couple a couple hours go by because you're walking along this trail you come to a covered bridge that's about 70 feet across uh beyond the bridge the the trail curves to cross the bridge so if you're gonna follow the trail you have to cross the bridge Spans the width of the Black River. It's wide enough for carts to cross over, and uh, it looks relatively untouched. But one of you kind of like toes the the wood of it, and it seems to like creak unnaturally under your weight. You're like, ooh, uh, this, this this bridge is kind of rickety. And uh, you guys, uh, look yeah, down. I'm a little nervous at that. Perception check. Um, yeah, I'm 
just going to cross the bridge. So are you just crossing, or are you trying to identify stable areas? Um, I am going, like, as I'm crossing, I am going to um, just kind of, like, like, I'm not just, like, making a mad dash. I'm, like, crossing and just, like, kind of, like, jumping on, like, certain... Um, just to see what's like stable and what's not, or what's like tricking okay. me most. I, I think that could either be like, like a perception. That would be. I actually would think it would be investigation, or if you really wanted to survival, because survival is about building things and learning skills, and investigation is about drawing logical conclusions. So you could do either. Okay, uh, I'll do survival. to the creaks and wheezes of this bridge and um I'm pretty sure you identified a pretty good pathway for a light rat like creature and hopefully for other people as well all right and then i come across and i come back and i'm like okay so what you gotta do is you gotta go on the third board and then you gotta go on the sixth board seven and then you skip you skip the eighth one you go to the tenth board and like I just give like those type of instructions on like just like right okay okay all right so like just go we're gonna do interesting things um instructions do you think giving instructions more of an intelligence thing or a charisma thing She was telling you what boards to stand on? Yeah, I was telling you specifically what boards to stand on. It's more of an intelligence thing. Well, yeah, I particularly know what they are, but I guess it's... Okay, uh, Ellie, do an intelligence check and Luna do a dex check, and then I'll do a break. Dex or acrobatics? Either is fine. Okay. Well, what did me knowing what it is help or It goes to the DC. Okay. So I make an intelligence check. I am 15. Okay. And I got a 16. So, um, Luna manages to get across the bridge safely. It takes a little bit. It's, there's a couple of moments where you hear it go, and you're like, ooh, uh, and you kind of pause, then kind of nimbly tiptoe across, so Luna's made it across the bridge. Okay, Gianca, did you get that? It's, it's up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, and then B, A, start. Left at the same time, and then do back at the same time. Quarter circle, quarter circle. Yeah, you, you quarter circle, quarter circle back. <laughs> 
Alright, same thing. So I do intelligence. Intelligence and dex. I think that would be guidance, but not oh, the other one. Yeah, that would be great. We're good. So you gave me guidance? Yeah. Okay. I like to imagine, like, as I'm just, like, barking orders, you're just, like, patting your hand on my back, and you're like, you're, you're doing good. Yeah, you got this. You got this. Where else the fork? Uh, 14. Okay. What'd you get, Kristen? Who's Kristen? Okay, I got a kid. Can I see? Yeah, natural 20. It is. Okay, yeah. She. I switched my D20, so now I have the good one there. Yeah, they have good moves to that Kayanthi, no problem. You are used to precarious terrain and being light on your feet, so you get across this bridge without issue. And last but not least is Kiara. Kira, you take the, the first player controller, you plug it into the second player port, and then <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
There's a river in that cave that we're in right now that's under the Yeah, they have underground rivers. Yeah, you would have learned to swim. That's a really, like, basic survival skill. You guys make it across the branch, and the bridge is right basically at the doorstep of Dark Pond. So you guys have made it to Dark Pond. You reach this small cluster of houses that is Dark Pond. The houses are in disarray, and the collection of abodes cluster around a dark central pond. Um, the area around you is dim with a veil of shadow. Even with the help of your magical lights, it just doesn't really seem to help. Uh, the, the darkness stays firmly in place. The air is thick and dense so much so that it, it, there's like a weight to this area. Six of the houses here have um, been, like, damaged. The, the doors have been busted in. Like, this place is a wreck. Everything's in shambles. You see, like, people are just dead on the ground. Like, whatever happened was brutal and, and sad. And um, you uh, approach the... Like kind of approaches the a building and um, you basically just want to like put your hand on like one of the railings to like lean on and your hand actually like goes through it. Yeah, I like I take my step and I like knock on one of the doors and then I imagine just um, I guess nobody's home. Make You guys, do you guys want to search for the little girl? Yes, it's clearly right hidden somewhere. The girl's trying for Harmony, whose last location was on the lake, so. She might not have come back. Thank you. Or she was coming. Yeah. Yeah. You guys. Yeah, we can search for her. Okay, we roll. Where are you searching? How how are you searching? What are you doing? Luna's trying to think of the like what kind of place would a five year old hide because right now a five year old like six ten year old ten ten year olds are ter- are terrified right now. Yeah. So like they'd probably be looking for like small spaces or places that they think look safe. Yeah. Something that looks familiar for them. I mean we can search inside the houses. Yeah, okay, okay. Cottages. So um We'll have, um, get, you guys can do, uh, investigation checks. Here, I'll, um, yeah, you, I'll help Luna, and I'll give her, um, advantage. Okay. Okay. I got, um, 19 before, mm-hmm. but 25. Oh, right. Nice. So, you're, um, you approach one of the houses, like, okay, maybe she's hiding under a bed or something, or in the closet, and you actually, like, physically pass through this building. Like, it's not actually there anymore. And you kind of wave your hand around, like, whoa. Um, it's, it's, it seems like it's, it, you know that there's been a, basically a leak in the, in reality? So, uh, this might be an effect of that, where reality is, like, well, like, a report of Yeah, and, like, this place might have been engulfed by, partially by the, um, shadow plane. Yeah, it's just sort of, 
just shadows of the houses. What about the people? Yeah, we haven't found any people. Alright, so you guys are kind of sitting and communing together, and then you guys, um, you hear a little girl scream. And and this little girl in a blue dress comes out from um, the area where, like, the boats were kept, and behind her are are six shadows. Yeah, so you guys... Yes, yes, so, uh... Okay, so you guys can get a surprise round on these six shadows that are trailing the little girl. That was snap. So what do you guys want to do? All this I'm really being on them. I want to patch you out with my life so they didn't do anything last time. Okay, um, how big is the radius from Moonbeam? It is, um, five foot radius. Luna, you, they are in, the, they're chasing the little girl, um, so I'll tell you that, like, you'd have to stop them, uh, if you want them to stay in this moonbeam, because otherwise they're just gonna, like, go around it or walk through it, and so. Well, it's a matter of them starting their turn in it. Okay. Um, and then, um, I can just move it on my turn. Okay, so, you, um, so what you want to do is kind of, like, calculate where they're going to be, and then have them So that would be number one. That would be number one shadow. <laughs> Luna, are you attacking the same shadow as Kiara? Um, I should, she would be trying to concentrate as many as she can into the stretch. Okay, so we'll four, say four seconds. Three, we'll say three and four. Um, well, actually, I'll Okay, so Kayanthi, are you aiming for the same one? Uh, well, there's like one, and you said three and four. We're, we're at number two. Uh, yeah, I can have you hit number two. Like, you can have some damage. Okay, and uh, Ellie, what are you doing? Um, yeah, I, what I do is I, um, my staff and I um, caress some of the dew coming off of some of the leaves and then it like crystallizes into this this icicle like knife and very much as I've seen Luna done many a times I fling it and cast a new ice knife. Okay so they're kind of um, are you throwing it at any of the other ones that they're targeting or the ones at the back? Let me see my range. It's about six of your range, so I throw it more towards the back because it like hits one guy and then explodes in like a five foot radius around them. So I should be able to get a couple of dudes. Okay, yeah. It should. Um, Okay, so. 
you're doing magic missile, so roll your damage for that. That automatically hits. That's what he's asking. So you can expend a higher spell slot to use. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll use your level. Yeah. But if you're casting it at first level, that's fine too. Okay, so if it's level two, you cast you use a, a second dice. Yeah, you add an additional. Yeah, you add an additional d4. Additional d4 plus one. Yeah. Three and three. Okay. Yeah. Plus one each die. Each die. Okay, eight. Nice. Yeah, you, um... Yeah, she would be trained, like, as a wizard, so, like, you you run your hands over your, um, bracers, because that's where you have, like, your, um gems that are embedded in there and then um, kind of extend your hands so you like kind of tap them both and then extend your hand and um, the the gems glow and then out of your fingertips these bolts of magic energy spring forth and like little bottle rockets go and peg themselves into the first shadow beast uh, like the little girl manages to get a little bit further as he's pelted by these magic missiles, then um, Keonthi, you roll to hit with your sunbeams. I do two, right? Yeah, you have two, so... Okay. So one was a nat one, that's two. Uh, that was the one that doesn't like you, but the one that likes you gave me 18. The 18 hits, so, definitely. Yeah, 18 hits. Well, plus whatever got five. Um, oh, wait, it's plus eight. Okay, so one goes. Okay, 11 damage to one. Oh, nice. So, like, you, um, step forward and do... <laughs> You do one punch and uh, one punch. Take you take a strong mountain stance and go pow with your fist. This radiant energy erupts from your hands and then blasts this shadow and it just vanishes. Because you like in one hit take this dude out and you're just like, yeah man, I did that and kind of accidentally fire off another one, you're like, oops. <laughs> 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 okay, and Luna, 
Yeah. You go next? Yeah. So they need to do a saves, right? Yeah, they need a con saves. Okay. They both failed. Alright. Damage is gonna take. take out your, your rapier and point it at the sky and then like bring it down in the air in front of you as you like it, it glows with this radiant light and then brings down this beam of energy down from the sky crashing down into these two shadows they look really bad like hanging on by a thread bad okay Ellie you're next okay yeah Unfortunately, I rolled a nine, so I'm pretty sure that misses. Is the nine total? Yeah. It was five plus four. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No. Oh, wait. Sorry. I added the wrong thing. Um, it's, it's 12. I don't think that's it. It does it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Their AC is really low. Okay. Uh. <laughs> um, not that. I think it's just a D10 on hit. Yeah. So the knight embeds into one of the shadows and it does three damage. And then it rattles and just bursts out. So, um, shadow creatures within five feet of that guy have to make a uh, deck saving throw. He failed. <laughs> um, how, like, how many am I able to get in there? Uh, you can get those two. Okay. Uh, so I rolled um, eight damage. Okay. Um, it has a second level. One is dead. The other one looks really bad. So, like, you um, throw it and it embeds into the chest of one of them. <sighs> and then it bursts. As soon as it bursts, the one that took the, the knife to the chest just evaporates, and the second one, like, flinches as it takes some ice damage, and then, um... Now, we'll, um... Now it's technically... Combat. combat. Um, so I'd say roll for initiative. Yeah, but I don't which one likes me. I think it's this one. Okay, this is where I like me. Thing. 
it's okay. You still have to too, so. I mean, it's fine. You're still going to be going early in the initiative. Yeah, we're still going to be going early too. Like, it's just So she's going towards you guys. Uh, Luna, you're up next. Okay. Uh, that's the shadow things move. Um, yes, they have. So they should probably... Yeah, I'll use my action to pull it closer. Okay. And uh, are, you, you, are you attacking the nearest one? Um, to, I guess, like, is there still much of a group of them? Or... Um, you guys... There are two that are close to each other. Okay, I'll try to get those two. Okay. And they need to make deck saves. Uh, con saves. Con saves. Okay. Well, that's fine. Neither of those things are great. Okay. One succeeded and one failed. So one got a natural 17, the other got an 8. Okay, um, I rolled, a, I rolled 10 damage, so the one that fails takes 10, the one that succeeds takes 5. Okay. You move the moonbeam. Um, another one of the shadow beasts just evaporates, and then um, the like residual radiant energy just kind of like burns it, and then it jumps back. Um, you you did some damage to that one as well. Okay, next up is Kayanthi. Mm-hmm. How many are left again? There's three. Three. Cool. Um, I'm to hit the one that... Is there one that no one's touched yet, so I can get them? They've all been touched. They've all been touched. Good. Um, right, Dr. 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 Dr.
do a um, axe kick in, you know, just sweep it down and then send this arc of radiant energy towards that first one. It just poof, gone. That one dead. You get another attack. No, that was, yeah, that was, that was two attacks. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, you, like, axe kick to a sidekick. Boom, 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 like, crisscross. Five, five, the monk is, the monk is three attacks, You have a bonus action. Yeah, yeah. Right. Bonus action, action, yes. You can bonus action. Why not? Let's go for the one in the middle that's hanging on that. Okay. Sixteen. That hits. One plus six, so one plus five is six, so that's six damage. Yeah, yeah, so after the axe kick, you come right, uh, axe kick down, side kick, and then just a, a quick, like, sparta kick, just boom! And you just bust out a little, little poof of light, and that, oh, that one's also gone. I feel very powerful, I appreciate this. <laughs> My ego needs to be fed at all times, unfortunately. That's just what I know. Kiara, you're up. Alright. Ego, ego. There's just one left. There's one left. Get it, get it, get it. Looks pretty beat up. Alright, and are they close enough for me to do melee damage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like 15 feet away, you can easily close that distance. Smash there, boy. Light up that shadowy lady. Mm-hmm. Alright. 17? No. Did you roll a hit? Huh? You have to roll. Oh, I need to roll a hit. I'm just kidding. Ha ha ha. Okay, well, just remember that 17 damage if you do hit. I got 16 and I think I have to add my. 16 hits. <laughs> okay. Now roll, yeah. You uh, swing your blade around to slash right through it. Energy crackling through your blade, and this this shadow is now Gonzo's. So the three of you scan the area. All seems to be calm right now. I come running into my staff. Ah! And there's nothing there. Yes, they're all gone. Quickly dispatched. We did it. <laughs> the little girl in a blue dress and blonde hair looks quite a lot like he comes over. You are. I'm real glad you're here. <sighs> and she just kind of like um, runs over to. Um, she 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 runs over to Kiara. Actually, I rolled a four. I rolled a d four, and, and I know Kiara. <laughs> She runs over to Kiara, the the drow, and then just hugs you, hugs you. She's just like, my blade, and then she's like, oh, small child, and you're like, oh, there's a. Like my brain is like a little bit like excited. It's like, oh, you too have small ears, but they're so much smaller because you're so young. You're so tiny. You're so tiny. It's like, I don't know who you are. I'm just so glad you're here. Everyone's gone. And, and she just kind of grabs onto the cloth of um, an indie 
cloth thing. Because you know you said you had like little dangly. Yeah, I have like frilly bits on her implement into my armor. So. Yeah, so she just kind of grabs onto that and then it just hugs you tightly. <laughs> She looks over. It is alright. Really? Good. Because everyone's dead. And I got lost from my mom. And I really need an adult. We're what's all of us? Wait, three and a half adults. We, we, we all feel that. They're standing <laughs> out, out of the game. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen my mom? Yeah, I really she did in Greensboro. She's the one that told us about you. Oh, good. Um, I don't suppose we... Water, just those shadowy thingies. You can, they kind of do this like <sighs> sound. But no, I haven't heard anyone in the water. Um, I, I remember I saw James and Mason leave on their boat. Um, and I, I think. Harmony said she was. Uh, I think Harmony might have gone upstream or something. Because um, I, I think I caught her. I, when I was running, I um, with my mom, I saw her going upstream. I'm not really sure why she did that direction, but. Sense of survival. Let me see if she'll get that. 
It's like ten. Okay, yeah, she gets it. She's just like... <laughs>
Hi, this is Tigna, your DM. Thank you for watching Dungeon Damsels. This is not the end of the session, so please stay tuned for the next part. We update on Tuesdays and Saturdays at 5pm Pacific Standard Time. If you're interested in supporting us more, please push the subscribe button, like, or comment. We also have a Patreon, wink wink nudge nudge, and our show is in podcast form. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and plenty of other podcast platforms. Thanks, we hope to hear from you soon.